Um, as far as as far as uh, Crown and Anchor goes, uh, you and your brother both wrote the script for that, correct? Mm-hmm. Well, and how'd no, that whole thing? I'll, I'll correct you on that. Okay. It started out with a script Matt was working on. Okay. Then I jumped in and started working on the story with Matt. Then we had a finished version. We hooked some money through um, uh, investors, and the script needed to be reworked for the budget that we had, and we needed a director. And so Andrew came on as the director and rewriter. So the the form that the movie is is Andrew's version of the script, which is quite different than the original version of the script. So it's based on a story by Matt and myself, but we can't take credit for the final version of the script as sort of writing it. We definitely edited it and gave a lot of, uh, you know, it was a collaborative uh, rewrites, but mm-hmm. uh, it's definitely Andrew's script, and it was a lot different. He focused on more of the characters, and um, it's a lot better than what me and Matt had. I, uh, I'll give him credit for that for sure. He really nailed it. Uh, for those listening, I don't want to spoil the film. Uh, what would you say would be the most concise synopsis that doesn't uh, spoil anything? Yeah, I'm not very good at getting a concise synopsis because it's, uh, there's a lot going on in the film. And, mm-hmm. you know, what what the film is about is not really the plot of the film. But it's basically, I play James Downey, who's a police officer who returns home to sort of a small town on an island you know, St. John's, Newfoundland, um, after eight years away uh, because he's his mother passed away and he has to go home to bury her. Um, when he ends up arriving home, he has to face the music for putting his own father in jail and what that did to the family. And then you get to see the fallout from that. Um, that's sort of the plot, but then... You know, the, the the deeper sort of route through the movie is you get to see James, my character, and, and Danny, Matt's character, who's James's cousin, and you get to see how messed up these two dudes are from growing up in this crazy petty crime family and being stuck on this island. And they both suffered major trauma as children for very different reasons, and they both deal with it very differently. So it's sort of a study on two very different versions of how people deal with the really shitty things that can happen to you as children and how you sort of can't escape it. And it's also about the cycle of addiction and violence within a family and, you know, it, how how you fall into it, into the cycle, and, and can you break it and can you recover from it. So that's as concise as I can get it. When dealing with uh, the sort of heavy themes like those, the, at the end of the process, do you feel that it's uh, – that it's kind of drained you or do you feel it's a bit cathartic or how do you feel at the end of doing something like that? Um, like performing it and at the end of filming? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you got to go to some pretty dark places to, it has to feel kind of real while you're in it. Um, so it's definitely exhausting. But I think then that works with your character because you don't have to act that part of it because you are actually really stressed out and really exhausted from, from going to those emotional spots over and over again. Um, this character was quite different than anything else I have ever had to play because he hides it all so deep inside. Like that's the way he's dealing with these traumas is he's just burying it, burying it deep down within himself. He's not comfortable in 
showing any mo- any emotion. He's a victim of a very violent, toxic father and this like you know toxic masculinity. So he he he's he's not comfortable in being emotional and um, you know. To, to do less, show less on your face, but feel more inside is a very hard thing to do and very physically stressful on your body. So that was that was uh, something that I found very difficult and something brand new for me that I hadn't really experienced so much from playing other characters. Um, then there was other things like you know I'm very at odds with the Danny. My character is very at odds with the Danny character who's played by my best friend, and they hate each other in the film. So there's couple of or at least one major day where they come face to face and it all explodes and so I didn't I wouldn't talk to Matt that day even when we weren't filming and he started getting really pissed off with me and again it worked really well for the scene but you know it took us a couple it took us like a week or so to to recover from that because he legitimately was pissed at me for a while so you know it, it there's a lot of you don't come I don't think you ever sort of come out the other side of projects exactly the same as you went in but you do learn a lot about yourself, and you do feel like it's a bit therapeutic, but it is very difficult to go there. Uh, how is it working with working with family, working with friends on a production? Is it is it less stressful or is it more stressful? Um, I think you can definitely have your moments because you're so comfortable with each other that you don't have a filter, so you're not as polite or when you approach problematic things, you're you're a little bit blunt, and so you can hurt people's feelings very easily. Um. I think Andrew, that you know, my little brother who directed the film, he also knew how to kind of push my buttons, but he would get a good performance out of me by doing it. But again, it's like makes things personal, so that's kind of weird, but very effective, and I'm grateful that he did it. Um, I think that it, it ultimately turns out a better product because I trust these people so much. So when you have that trust, it allows you to 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 be freer and you know, go places that maybe you wouldn't go if you're just showing up on set with all these people that you didn't know and you sort of, you know, don't really know their vision of what the project can be. I mean, I was in touch with these guys every day leading up to filming for like over a year just discussing it over and over again. If I had an idea, I could call them in the middle of the night or, you know, just all that instant access to each other and and trust. Um, I would say it was definitely more of an upside than a downside. And me and Matt, it was very easy because we had the history of, you know, so many years in the band, which, you know, is, is very similar. You know, it's a, it's a taking an art project and applying business to it, which is the same as, you know, doing a film. Um, so it was our first attempt at doing it, but we realized that we learned so much from the, from the music industry that we were able to carry over to the film industry. Um, so that I think that's the only way we were able to pull it off. It's like we had uh, we had studied in it without even knowing it. Same same rules applied. Uh, do you think that this sort of team up between all of you would would only work with drama, or would you be able to uh, apply the same the same group dynamic to a, a comedy or a, a lighter drama or anything like that? I think it would be even easier with a comedy because that's how we started. Um, when Van broke up, I moved out to where Andrew was living on the West Coast in Vancouver, B.C. He was getting into filmmaking. I started helping him make these uh, short films and sketches that he was writing, and um, I'd never acted in anything before. Um, they were all comedy, and we did like 20 or 25 of them before I ended up getting an agent and trying to get a job outside of that. Um, 
so comedy is actually like our comfort zone. And Matt filmed a sketch with us, uh, you know, when he was sort of just getting started on acting as well. So I, I think that, you know, when I look at the projects, we have many other projects written um, that we hope to get to at some point. It's, you know, a comedy series, a horror film. These are the other things we want to do. You might never even get another drama out of us unless we do, like, another sort of Crown and Anchor style thing or a prequel or a sequel or or a TV show about it or something like that. Um, but uh, I think the, the challenge was doing a drama. I think the other things would actually work even better, in my opinion. Uh, do you find it easier to work in uh, the entertainment industry in up in uh, uh, up in Canada versus in Hollywood, or is it all kind of is it kind of the same? Is it kind of the same? Um, it's definitely not the same. I'm really glad that I got my start in Canada. I think it's a bit of a smaller pond, mm-hmm. um, so you can kind of figure it out uh, a little easier. Figure out how to how it works, um, find, um, you know, find an agent, get ca- convince casting people to see you, convince them that you can do the job. I think it's a smaller community, so it's easier to start out there. I, I don't know how people move to Hollywood without an agent, without any experience, and just dive in and figure it out. It seems like an ocean down here compared to a small pond up there. So I'm glad I got my start up there, but there's definitely more opportunity down here. And, you know, existing down here now, I can I can see that a lot of the main roles for projects are cast down here. So you gotta, kind of got to have one foot down here if you want to graduate to the, to you know, keep growing in the industry. Um, but this is all still pretty new to me, man. I got into the, to the game pretty late, so my first job was arrow and i got that in 2012 it didn't air till 2013 so you know it's only five or six years really that i feel like i've been getting my feet wet and i'm still figuring it out i'm having a i'm having a blast doing it and there's definitely lots of opportunity and i can't wait to see what happens next but um i also have realized that there's no uh formula to getting through this industry you can be really creative in how you pick your way through and again that's where my former life as a musician and an independent musician at that um, really comes in handy. You can figure out sort of how to how to get things done. You don't have to always just wait for opportunity. You can create opportunity. And that was one of the things that we wanted to do by making this film. You know, we were sort of frustrated by the way the industry works in a lot of ways. And frustrated by the films that were coming out that, you know, I can't, I can't tell you how many films I went to see that were sort of hyped or I liked the trailer and I was really disappointed or wanted my money back after I went to the theater. And it seemed like we were in this pattern of, you know, remakes of old films that were way better the first time or, um, you know, this this never-ending sequel sort of game that they're getting at. And, uh, you know, I I was wanting something else, like more like 90s-style independent, you know, uh, films that I grew up with that inspired me to to love films. I was like, where are all those at? So we decided to go make one. That's a good point. When um, I've, I've been in this industry for so long that it kind of it kind of makes you jaded in a way towards movies because you can kind of pick out where the plot's going a million miles away. And my wife is has been in the industry as well a couple times, but she'll look at me while we're watching a film and I just t- 
tell her what the plot points are and how the movie's going to end, and I just get up from the couch and just walk off and do something else. And then she <laughs> she yells at me an hour later that I was right, and I was like, that's that's why I can't watch these movies anymore. Yeah, I mean, you kind of you you definitely if you some of them are definitely made, you know, by uh, it's, it's almost like just formulaic, I guess is the best word. It's like they're like they're using computers to write them. You know, or taking something that has worked on something else and just applying it to a, switching the parts out, switching minor pieces of the plot, but it's basically the same story, and they think it works because it's because so, it, it has proved itself in the past. And I understand when you invest that much money into something, you want a sure thing, but it's definitely stifling the art form. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's why I prefer to cover mainly indie. Uh, I used to do uh, for the longest time. I was covering horror, but horror became so. Uh, cut and paste that I was like, I, I'm just done. I've got to do something else. So I just started yeah. covering indie films and it was, it's much more refreshing. Yeah. Not everything's great, like, but it's always I feel like, I feel like indie, indie different. film is like stealing the spotlight right now. Like a lot of the mm-hmm. Academy Award nods over the past couple of years have been, you know, definitely on the larger end of indie, but definitely coming from indie production companies and, and sort of coming out of nowhere and being discovered at film festivals and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I'm psyched. I think the future is bright for film, but we're in a weird spot currently. Yeah. And you also have so many different options for distribution now that you don't have to rely strictly on a studio to print you a DVD. You have all these other avenues that are so much more accessible to, you know, everybody. Yeah, exactly. Like in a lot of ways, we're back in the wild west of filmmaking again because all these streaming services are popping up and nobody sort of knows what's going to happen, yes, with that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's still very young. But I think it's not just in the hands of the companies, like the business executives. Now it's a little bit in the hand of the artist. Some of the control is is with the artists, and, and there's choice, and there's all these other exciting things that are, you know, available right now. And so fewer hands on your material. Your art is finally just your art and your art alone. Absolutely, and man, coming from music, and I, I didn't play. I didn't play in a cover band. We would write, we would work really hard on our own songs and try to, you know, capture the the spirit of what being young and pissed off, and you know, the, just tell 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 the world something that meant something to us, right? And then you 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 start getting jobs in the industry, and you, you're bringing other people's characters to life, and that started feeling like the cover band of acting in some ways. Not all the projects, because you really believe in some. You, re- you read them and you get inspired. You're like, I can't wait to do this. I really believe in this. I'm really behind this. But not always. But definitely doing Crown and Anchor with Matt and Andrew felt exactly like the feeling I would get from writing those songs and throwing them out to the world. And it, you, know, you write the song for yourself first, and it really means something to you, and then you throw it out there, and you don't know what's going to happen. But ultimately, if you write it in that real, honest way, other people are bound to connect to it. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that's exactly what I saw as the fallout of the film. I didn't know it was going to happen, but looking back on it, that's exactly the motivation for doing it, and it's exactly what happened. So it definitely felt a lot more genuine and what I like to get out of creating stuff. Uh, and that brings me around to my, my, my last official question is when and where will people be able to see uh, Crown and Anchor? 
it's being released on DVD on July 3rd. You can order it from Uncorked website. Um, it will also be appearing on streaming platforms. Just not sure where to direct you yet for that. I don't know if it's been announced yet, but stay tuned for that. But you can follow Crown and Anchor Film on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, and we'll be making all those announcements coming up in the next couple of weeks. 